When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Yeah, this is SENZ Bleeding Black. Ricardo Ball, Steve Devine with you. Uh, talking rugby, of course, we've just uh, been talking the Rugby World Cup final from last night with the Blackfins getting up over uh, the Poms, and that was great to see. Well, tomorrow morning around 4 o'clock, we've got another rugby test on. This one, the All Blacks up against the Scots at Murrayfield, and joining us to talk about that is Scottish rugby journalist Stuart Bathgate. G'day, Stuart. How are you? Yeah, fine, thanks. How are you? Yeah, good, thanks, mate. What's the uh, anticipation like where you are for, for this test tomorrow, given, I think, what's the first time uh, Scotland have played the All Blacks in Scotland in about five years? Yeah, it is almost exactly five years. There's a lot of anticipation. It's almost just about the biggest game of the year when the All Blacks come to town, especially as we don't seem to have played them as often as we have played the Wallabies or the Springboks in recent years. So, yeah, I mean, there's great anticipation. It's a sellout, 67,000 people. Uh, I'm not sure how many of the 67,000 will have genuine hopes of a home win, but that's a separate issue, I think. It'll be a great game, whatever happens. Um, Stu, the, the teams are playing, uh, both teams are, you know, got a bit of form back the last few weeks. Um, is there a feel that Scotland can, can finally topple the All Blacks? There is a hope. I'm, I'm not sure I would say there's a, a feel. Uh, Scotland struggled to put Fiji away. They were much better in the second half. But, uh, you know, if they play tomorrow, our time, as badly as they did in the first half against Fiji, the game will be over by half time. And they know that. Scotland know they need to tighten up. They just need to be sharper in every single aspect of the game. You feel um, with uh, Finn Russell back, um, you know, he, he, he adds so much to, to the Scottish game. It's, it's, I've just got a feel over here that it's going to be a tight match. Is, um, is it going to be tight? It's going to be tighter because Finn's there. I think Gregor Townsend, who left Finn out of the squad at the start of the Autumn Nations, uh, said yesterday just he had put Finn in from the start because Scotland had the best chance of winning with him there. And he's right. But saying Scotland have the best chance with Finn at 10 isn't saying that Scotland are going to win or they're going to get close to winning. It's just saying that he's one of the few world-class players we've got. And on his day, he can cause anyone problems. And he's shown that for Racing over the last few weeks. He's been in great form for Racing. So hopefully, whatever the, the outcome of the match, Finn can produce that form tomorrow. Stuart, ahead of the uh, Welsh game, I talked to a couple of uh, Welsh rugby people, and they, you know, they said that there was a confidence there uh, that maybe they could do something in Cardiff because of what we had seen with the All Blacks during the season. You know, losing games uh, to Argentina and and Ireland and in New Zealand for the very first time ever. Um, has that fed into anything? And, and it was maybe the the vibe in, in Scotland more positive before the Welsh game than it is now. I think that's spot on, actually. 
Before the Welsh game, what did the All Blacks score there? Eight tries? Mm. 55 points. Before the Welsh game, there was a lot of chat. This is a good time to take on the All Blacks. They're not what they used to be. They've been in dodgy form all year. Well, you know, I can't remember the last time Scotland came close to beating Wales in the style that the All Blacks did. So there's still been some chat this week about you know the All Blacks year and those defeats that you mentioned. But it's been pretty subdued chat compared to what it might have been if the Wales game had gone differently. Mate, I feel uh, the Scottish team, I've really enjoyed the way they've played rugby over the last couple of seasons. They, you know, they, they do throw the ball around. They do attack uh, well. Um, a lot of it is off um, Russell and, and Hodge at the back. Mate, do you, um, it's going to be an entertaining game. I think both teams will throw it around. Is We don't often see that up in the UK, eh? that, that normal Northern Hemisphere style that the All Blacks struggle with. <laughs> do you think, do you think, you know, yeah. Do you think they're going to change um, the Scottish team, try and make it a little bit less attacking and, and try and get that real Northern Hemisphere style that we do struggle against? I'm afraid that Scotland will try and make it a bit tighter, at least at first. I think Townsend has selected Sione Tupolotu at 12 instead of Karen Redpath or any other options he had purely because of defensive solidity. He selected Fraser Brown at hooker. He's brought him back from outside the squad because of experience and solidity. Finn Russell, Finn's a good defender, actually. That's an underrated aspect of Finn's game. But again, well, you wouldn't say Finn was primarily there for defensive solidity. He is more solid in defence than Blair Kinghorn or than Ross Thompson, who's hardly played this season. And Adam Hastings, of course, is injured. So, yeah, I think I think it's a sensible course from Townsend. But I, I do think it means that, at least at first, Scotland will try to play a slightly more stereotyped uh, European Northern Hemisphere game than the sort of thing you've enjoyed watching. Yeah, that's disappointing. Isn't it? I, I, I love it when they throw the ball around and they're a good team and I, <laughs> I think they should back themselves to play their game, what they've been doing the last little while because they're very good at it. Well, they've still, they've still got players who will do that. The likes of Darcy Graham is not going to play 80 minutes to a game plan. I mean, he will just get the ball and do something crazy with it and more often than not, it's a good option, but it's pretty unpredictable. And it's, it's just something that Townsend or the coaches at Edinburgh as well have to put up with. You know, a player like Darcy, he just he just does everything by instinct. And when it works, it looks great. It looks inspired. When it doesn't, some of us think, well, at least he tried. And he you know he didn't go safety first. And yeah. Duhan van der Merwe on the other wing is, is similar. You know, obviously he's based on power much more than Darcy Graham is, given that Darcy is half his height and about a quarter of his weight. But, you know, Duhan will at least try and get the ball and, and do something with it. We're not going to play percentages out wide. Stuart Hogg's the same. So it will be a combination. But I think if Gregor Townsend has decided we can't trade blow for blow with the All Blacks right from minute one, I think he's right to decide that. I think he'll want to keep it tight for 50-60 and then we'll see what happens if it remains tight. In terms of where Scottish rugby's at at the moment, I mean, we've got a World Cup not too far away, Stuart. It looks like you know Glasgow and Edinburgh have been going pretty well in the United Rugby Championship. Where do you, where do you think you're at at the moment? Improving, inconsistent, frustrating, <laughs> sometimes a joy to watch, and that's true of Edinburgh, Glasgow, and Scotland. They're they're very virtually identical game styles in some way, although Franco Smith at Glasgow has has changed things a bit. But certainly Edinburgh, 
with Mike Blair as head coach, and Mike was Gregor's assistant for a while at Scotland. Edinburgh playing a very similar style to Scotland. Darcy's there. Duhan is back there as well. So there are big similarities. But it's the inconsistency. They just, they're still a bit flaky. They don't, it's really hard to explain properly. And if I had a complete explanation, I'd sell it to Scottish rugby and make a fortune. But it's just something with, I just don't, don't think we like, we have the depth that's necessary to get, you know, young internationals playing at world-class level straight away. I think it's too easy for talented guys to come through our system and it takes them too long to to really harden up once once they get to international level. So the talent is there, the entertainment is there, but the end product, the ability to you know, to grit it out in, in tough games is still not there. Um Stuart, would you rather uh, uh, would you rather your Scottish team, would you rather them uh, lose throwing the ball around? And going down to that awesome sort of running rugby, or would you, or to lose um, playing that Northern Hemisphere style? That you know, I, you know, what would you rather? Do? Would you rather them win ugly, or you know, lose entertainingly? Is my question. No, if if we were playing England in the World Cup final, <laughs> I don't care how they'd win. I think it would be quite ironic if Scotland beat England by playing the most boring game of rugby ever. But no, in general. I mean, I think, you know, I've, I've seen Scotland win big games. I've obviously not seen, seen them win the World Cup or come close. But I've, I've seen them lot, win a lot of big games. And for me now, the long-term health of the sport has to be about playing really entertaining rugby. You don't want to lose every game playing that. And, you know, coaches are sensible. If they lose three or four in the trot, they will tighten things up a bit. But on the whole, I think you've got to go with, you know, where's where the heart of the game is and that's about emotion and being positive and doing your best regardless of the consequences really and not playing percentages just in the hope that you lose by six points rather than 26. Yeah, I think I think that's where our game's got a few issues at the moment. You, there's there's too much, there's not enough risk and reward. reward. There's, you know, the, the risk of you know, trying to throw it around and not achieving that is 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 too big at the moment. We need to we need to lessen that. So it, you are encouraged to play positive rugby because I looked at this game as being like I looked at this game as being the best game on tour for the All Blacks, being that um, Scotland is a team that's going to you know throw it around and, and and try and play good rugby, and and that's what we like to do, and and that's what was for me thought was going to be you know the best of the, the the games they have up north and you know to hear that possibly Scotland are not going to you know try and tighten things up a little bit I you know I just yeah it's not good for the game I don't think I don't think it's going to be that bad I think you've got to look at where Scotland are and maybe Scotland won't be able to tighten it up that much even if they try uh, as I said it's just what I'm reading into Gregor's team I think you want to keep it pretty tight but, you know, if, if opportunities arise, it's like last week at NCG, the game plan was to, for Scotland to impose their own structure on, on the game and ask Townsend how, to, how he would find a balance between imposing a structure that, you know, denied the Fijians' ball and also ensuring that his, his back three were able to run. And he said it is very difficult, but he, he thinks, he thought he could do it and they were able to do it to an extent. So I'm not being too pessimistic about it. I think you're right that this is, should be the most sympathetic game for New Zealand in terms of philosophy or approach. Uh, but I, I think Scotland are aware of just you know, turning up, throwing it around and saying it doesn't matter if we lose eight tries to five or something. I don't think they'd be happy with that. They'd regard that as unprofessional. And as I said, if it was a straight head-to-head shootout from minute one, 
I think Scotland would be in for a pretty heavy defeat. So they won't try anything as basic as that. Stuart, you, there's, you talked about you know some of the the development of some of the players. I mean, um, the guy that I think impressed uh, against the Wallabies and Ollie Smith, um, who's been given some opportunities, um, much like Rio Dyer for the for the Welsh, I guess in, in that way. I mean, you know, what is the depth that that you've got now that is coming through uh, in in the Scottish game? You, you're happy with what you see? It's, it's hard to say that it's exactly the same as it has been for the past 30, 40 years. But there doesn't look to be any more depth. We get individual talent, such as Ollie Smith, who's just, you know, he's an instinctive runner with the ball, and he's, he's great value to watch. He's still at the stage of making quite a few mistakes. Maybe his, well, certainly his talent is greater than, you know, the mistakes, and he's certainly worth playing. But um, I'm not sure how many opportunities he'll get over the next couple of years at test level because Stuart Hogg's obviously there and, you know, he's got bags more experience and he's just battle-hardened in a way that Ollie Smith isn't. So I think we're still at the stage, because our playing numbers are so slight, so small, we're still at the stage of unearthing some talent every generation, some is natural talent and some is, you know, players who have who've been able to learn from good coaches at youth level, but we're still really struggling when it comes to numbers. It's as simple as that. And it's a problem, you know, in the women's game as well here, even worse in the women's game. And, yeah, every level, that's a problem. Mm. All right, Stuart. Listen, uh, before we let you go, mate, uh, a prediction. How do you think things are going to roll out uh, tomorrow morning, New Zealand time? I think New Zealand will score about 36 points, and I think Scotland will be lucky if they get 18-20. So... Let's say an 18-point win for the All Blacks. All right, Stuart. Thanks very much for your time, mate. Really appreciate it. Go well and and enjoy that game tomorrow, eh? That's great. Thanks very much, then. Bye-bye. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.